This is Good Together, the podcast that inspires you to create change in the world every day. I'm your host, Laura Alexander-Wittig, CEO and founder of Brightly, the number one destination for conscious consumers around the world. At Good Together, we value the planet over perfection and believe that you can make positive things happen for the planet every day by being a conscious consumer and an informed citizen. Listen in as I chat with various experts about living and consuming responsibly. excited to welcome Kate McLeod to the podcast today. Um, We are going to talk about all things waterless beauty because she has this product um, that she has come up with called the Daily Stone. I'm obsessed with it. It's a lotion. It's just something that like, actually, I want to say it might have been one of the first waterless beauty products I ever ran into. So, so excited to meet you and chat with you. Like, let's just chat all about it. (laughs) (laughs) You are so sweet. I am so honored to be here. Thank you for having me. So Kate, I wonder if you can give our listeners just like a really brief intro of you and sort of about your company. Totally, totally. Um, So my name is Kate. And uh, probably around like five or six years ago now, I started what is now now known as Kate McLeod and the Body Stone in my kitchen. And a little bit of a background on me. Um, I was a pastry chef. I I actually started after school, um, after university in finance, found out very quickly that it was not for me and ended up in culinary school. And when people ask me what it is that I do today, I say that really like above all else, I am a maker. I love to use my hands. I love to make things with my hands. Um, Life kind of brought me everywhere. And um, I actually even had a little made-to-order bakery abroad in London for a bit. Um, And eventually I I came back to the U.S. and I was was in New York. And cooking in New York is a a very different beast than cooking in a lot of other other cities. And just randomly, it was was my sister-in-law who one day in the summer, as you can see, I'm very fair-skinned and I had- Same. (laughs) uh, I I burn very easily and I was putting some lotion on some sunburn and she grabbed the bottle out of my hands and she was very blunt and uh, like beautifully aggressive and said, you know, this is garbage and threw it out and came back um, from her kitchen cabinet with a chunk of cocoa butter. Have you ever seen raw cocoa butter? I don't think so. No, tell us about it. Okay. So it is raw cocoa butter is not like shea butter. It's not like mango butter or, or anything like that. It's, it's hard. Um, okay. it's a rock hard solid. It actually has a melting point. That's really, really similar to our core inner body temperature. So if you're going to put it on your skin, it's not going to melt that easily. You're really going to have to work with it and like blend it into your body. And when she gave it to me, she was like, this is going to take a while. 
And she looked at me and she said, you also really need to spend some time with yourself. So I think this is great for you. And the deeper <laughs> meaning of that, yeah, I know, went over my head at the time. But I um, reluctantly, I like, I worked it into my skin. And I was so amazed at the overnight results. I had always loved cocoa butter, but I, like you, hadn't actually seen it in its raw form. I was yeah. very used to cocoa butter, cocoa butter lotions that I would find in drugstores, which on average contain around like one and a half to maybe 3% cocoa butter. And the rest is all like fillers and other yeah. things that make it easier to work with. Um, so I brought the cocoa butter home and... Cocoa butter is the fat of the cocoa bean. Just so everyone understands, we're not talking about coconut here. We're talking about cacao, like chocolate, yeah. cocoa bean. Um, I thought, I bet you I could work with this like I work with chocolate. And I, I had been based in Paris for a while and made uh, truffles and was used to tempering. Mm -hmm. And I thought, you know, I had also just discovered, I was taking, I was actually my yoga teacher uh, training at the moment and had just done a section on Ayurveda. And I'd really, um, I was for the first time for me discovering, wow, this is incredible. You can put so many different base oils like sesame oil or avocado oil or coconut oil on your body. Yeah. And so I thought, what if I melted the cocoa butter down and brought in oils basically as if I was making a ganache. And if I could add in and incorporate enough oils, I could lower the melting point to enhance that application process of the cocoa butter. So it could glide right on my skin. Cause you know, when you bite into a truffle, the ganache is that bit in the center and it yes. has that, you know, it just melts so beautifully. Um, and so for years, I actually made this mixture and poured it into uh, mason jars next to the shower and I would dig it out with a wooden spoon and I'd make a little ball and I'd smash it in between my hands and I'd rub it all over my body after a shower. Um, and what I found is that days that I did this, days that I put it on, yeah, they were better days. <laughs> and they were days that, that that moment of connection with myself, it it fueled my desire to want to get out and connect with other people. Mm -hmm. And this ended up being my, my self-care practice, like such a meaningful ritual to me. And when my husband and I were getting married, I wanted to share it with everyone. And he looked at me and said, you know, everyone's just going to throw the jar out. Like you've got to do it in a different way. Oh. And I poured it into my old silicon baking molds. And I actually made like little canales, which is like little French custard. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and people really liked it. And I started sharing it more and more. And the, the pastry was a little too cutesy for me. But people were like, you know, this looks good enough to eat. And I, I actually said to them, you know, it actually, you could. It's all food grade. And I eventually found a mold manufacturer. And I brought it into a shop in 2017 in Tribeca. And things have grown from there. Sorry, that was a little long-winded, but that's <laughs> This is a podcast. There's no such thing. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, I mean, it's so interesting to me that you were able to like take your food background, specifically pastry yeah. and, you know, the chocolate pea. Like I had that I didn't even make that connection until you went into it, but um that's so interesting it's, and it's like such an alchemy story, right? <laughs> the fact that we treat the cocoa butter or the fact that I have this pastry background 
and I'm bringing that in, it's, it's actually really, it's a very important point because what makes the body stone different in the beginning, you said, you know, we're one of the first waterless solid products out there. We're, we're not the first, there have been solid lotion bars in the past, but I, I really dare you to to find a lotion bar or whatever we're calling them. I I think lotion's kind of a, a, I don't love that word because there's so much water in lotion. Um, Yeah, it's true. That find one that doesn't have beeswax or shea butter or other stabilizers. I, to me, all of that stuff feels so sticky on the skin. It rubs and it tugs. And What's so, what makes the body stone to me so magical, I can show you here. I mean, you have one, but I'm just going to like rub it on. It literally does just glide on. And and it's not like a typical butter because it's properly tempered. It melts so lightly. It's not thick. It's not heavy. Um, It doesn't rub or tug. It just glides on like silk and this really nice light layer. And that's so enjoyable regardless of the season or time of day. Um, And so because we approach this from a food angle, that's, it's so, that's so important to me. That's actually, as we get into talking about sustainability, we still produce our product in-house and that has, what we found out after the fact, it has hugely lowered our carbon emissions. Oh, of course. Um, But we, we approach this as food and that is, that is, that is integral to like our identity and why the body stone is the way it is. Oh, I mean, it's so interesting. And actually, let's get into a little bit of the the concept of waterless beauty because we, you and I talked mm. a little bit at the top top of the hour. So, as, as somebody who has tried bar shampoos, uh, let's see, lotion bars, all of these things in the course of my daily job, right? Like at Brightly, we're testing products all the time. Yeah. One thing that I've always kind of struggled with is the application. Like, okay, what do I do? Do I turn it over in my hands a bunch of times to like get a lather going? Or like, do I have to like coat my hands? And so one of the interesting things I found about your product specifically was, yeah, that it did actually just glide. And I wasn't like sitting here like, okay, what what am I supposed to do with it? And I think from an innovation perspective, the, the application is really cool. Then, but then obviously the fact that I'm not having myself to like go, if it was a traditional lotion, right? Like go and like make a bunch of pumps and like yeah. wait for it to dry yeah, and just totally. bleh, right? <laughs> I, you know, what's really interesting is um, kids, watching kids with the body stem. Oh, okay. I, when I started this, I did not have little ones. And now I have an almost three-year-old and a four and a half month old. Oh my gosh. And even my little girl, my four and a half month old little girl, um, I will actually take, uh, one of our stones that doesn't have essential oils and I will give her a foot massage and rub it into the curves of her feet and her feet, like she hugs around it. And with my son, he will not, he hates sunscreen. He like will not put on lotion. He will proactively take the body stone and he lies down his belly and he goes, mama, give me a massage. Oh. And, but he really, he loves the feel of it. And I think kids get it. Like lotion yeah. feels sticky. It's not, yep. it's not nice. And, and again, I just think that we have, we've, we've pumped the cocoa butter with as much oil as possible so that when you touch it to your skin, it glides off. And I, there are only five core ingredients. We have the cocoa butter and then it's sweet almond, apricot kernel, avocado, and fractionated coconut oil. That's wow. It. And I think you can really feel that as it goes on 
because we've actually layered the oils. They go in that order. And like sweet almond oil and apricot kernel oil, especially like apricot kernel oil is one of my favorite oils. The chemical composition, it's very, very similar to your skin's own natural oh, cool. oil. Okay. So all of these oils, avocado is a little bit thicker. And our coconut oil, we use fractionated coconut oil, which for it is MCT oil, which yep. actually absorbs through human skin. So the cocoa butter plus these four oils, they not only melt on very easily, but they absorb. And it's the oils were chosen to be very cooling and to also not feel greasy. Um, and I just think with with some solid products out there, as we talked talked about with like stabilizers and other ingredients that might be easy for a contract manufacturer to work with, they don't necessarily feel great on the skin. No, you're you're totally right. And like, you know, everybody's done the dance where you're like waiting for lotion to dry and then you can't put your clothes yeah. on it. It's just no one likes it. And so one of the interesting things, like in addition to talking about the specific ingredients in your product, I mean, just even thinking about the concept of waterless beauty. So listeners, if you if you haven't tried, I mean, ev- listen, everybody's tried a soap bar in your life. Yeah. <laughs> so if you haven't tried any of what we've talked about earlier, you've definitely used a soap bar. But I feel like we as a society went from, I mean, just like anything else when we talk about single use plastic or, um, you know, convenience factors for some reason, right? Like we started to go from experiencing things more or less in these solid bar um, formulations to having to consume shampoos, et cetera, in these giant bottles made of plastic where, you know, product beauty, the average beauty product we found actually contains anywhere from 60 to 85% water. So like that is, a, you know, just showing you like, I number actually one. think that's a, I actually think that's a kind. You think it's that's a kind on, what do you actually think it is? <laughs> No, no, no. I just, I don't think it's ever as low as 60. It's oh. really like people do not realize that like the majority, yeah, we're, you're talking like 80% water. And that's why some people look at the body stone and they're like, oh, it's a little small. And I'm like, I, what I like to tell people about waterless beauty is think of it as a concentrate. Yes. This is, this is like a little goes a long way. Yep. And this really touches into another concept that is really near and dear to my heart of doing more with less. Yes. We not only have all of these beauty products that are pumped with water and in plastic bottles, but we also have beauty lines that have 27 different products. And yeah, it's like, it's just forget it. Right. (laughs) It's, you know, my personal opinion, it's not really needed. You know, we have the body stone and we have the face stone and the face stone is, is both, Like, I love that they're both multi-use, like the body stone is a massager. Some of them can be used as a lubricant. They're incredible if you have not used the sex stone. Um, It's amazing. Uh, It's also a full body moisturizer. My mama stone is also a nipple balm. It can be used like for perineal massage as you're preparing to give birth. Our face stone is a facial massager. It is a highlighting stick. It is the most incredible makeup base you will ever use in your life. It gives you like this incredible base just to like rub makeup into like set it like it lasts oh, really? all day. It's amazing. Okay. It's a beautiful glow. Um, so sorry, I'm going to get off. I'm getting off topic here, but to bring us back this concept of like doing, doing so much more with so much less. And these are, they're concentrates. A little goes a really long way. 
Well, and just, uh, you know, having that visualization technique is really important because you're right. We oftentimes hear, oh, well, this seems expensive because it's so small or, you know, X, Y, and Z. And I think you're right. If you think about a product actually just being a concentrate of something else, then it makes so much more sense, right? Like it, it's just, it's so interesting. And of course, also expense oftentimes comes back to the quality of the ingredients, right? So I'm sure you hear that oftentimes too, right? Like, oh, your product, is your product too expensive or whatever? Like, how do you typically respond to that as well? Oh, um, I, oh my goodness. You know, I, I work with, um, one of my really good friends, and go with that way. One of my really good friends had heard about this for years of what I was doing. Yeah. And then she worked, she walked into our workshop um, in the Hudson Valley and her jaw dropped. And she goes, Oh my goodness, you're actually making like hundreds of them in here and you're hand wrapping them in linen and you're tucking them into your bamboo canisters. Yeah. This is one of my very good friends. And I was. <laughs> I have told you, I've sent you pictures. And she said, you know, Kate, I don't think you actually get it until you see it. Yeah. This is, um, this is a labor of love. Like buying a body stone is truly what, what I say when I get that comment is that this is like going to a bakery. Everything comes back to the kitchen for me. Um, <laughs> And we can talk about my packaging, but it literally all came from my kitchen. Um, yeah. Uh, this is like going to your favorite bakery. And someone was up at three or four that morning, rolling and prepping your croissant or your scone and putting it in the oven. And this was not produced on a manufacturing line with like just, you know, squirted into a bottle. Um, it was, it was wrapped with love and it was, yeah it was tucked in to its canister with intention and it was made with ingredients where we've done the background searches and we know where these things are coming from. Um, and then I do just remind people that it is a concentrate and yes. that it is absorbing into the skin. There's no alcohol in this. There's no water to help it evaporate. So yeah. you, you know, you might find that like if you're using a lotion every day, lotions have alcohol. So they're continually drying out your skin. Yeah. So when you use the body stone, you might not use it every day. So it could last you much, much longer. Yeah, no, that makes total sense. And actually, I'm glad that you mentioned packaging, because that was another thing I noticed that was really cool about your product, which, um, you know, you said it came from your kitchen, it's making sense now. Yeah. So listeners, um, the, the stone comes wrapped in linen, and then the um, just like the enclosure reminded me of like a salt cellar. Is that kind of where it came from? <laughs> yeah, um, honestly. So I I was at that point. I had gotten the the mold of the body stone. I was like, okay, we're gonna do this, and I was so excited. I walked into this packaging fair in Flatiron in like 2016, and I left in tears. Um, they were not. <laughs> Some people are not very nice to me. Oh, um, I'm sorry. <laughs> but I, I, I was in this huge beauty packaging fair, and I realized that there was no what I was looking for didn't exist. And a bunch of people pulled me aside, and they were like, "Look, just melt this thing down, put it in a deodorant stick, and be mm. done with it." Yeah. And to me, going back to that deeper meaning of the product, it it was so 
important. I got such a, like a, a spiritual benefit from holding the product in my hands, from that connection of touching it to my skin and, and that, that moment of connection with my body that I didn't want to put it in a deodorant stick. I wanted you to be able to hold it. So I was yep. looking for like some sort of dish and I couldn't, all these plastics, my goodness, the minimum order quantities on these things are scary. And, yes. and I think, I think actually packaging is a big part of the problem because there's so many existing like types and then companies just try and fit into literally these molds. Yep. Um, but I couldn't afford, like this was just me out of my apartment. So I went home and I spotted a salt canister over on my windowsill and I opened up my laptop and um, I started researching bamboo canisters. Yep. And I, um, I found a small company that would do a tiny order for me. I sent them a design that night and I think it was three months later, I had 500 bamboo canisters sitting at the foot of my bed in Brooklyn. Oh my gosh. And, um, and that's how it got started. And yes, the linen, the linen was actually originally like a really high grade cheesecloth. And I wanted to wrap it up um, and protect the stone in the canister. Uh, so a few points on the linen. The linen is um, compostable. We have a lot of people who also use the linen. Like you can dip the linen into a jar of like coconut oil and use it as a makeup remover. Oh, cool. um, it's completely compostable. The bamboo canister is amazing because it's refillable. So we sell refills in recyclable cardboard boxes. And then you can just, so you only have to buy the bamboo canister once. You can just keep dropping your stone in. Um, what's really great about it. First of all, it stacks in a makeup cabinet yeah. and it keeps the body stone. It repels water. So it keeps it dry in a damp, moist bathroom. Um, yeah. Bamboo is also a super sustainable crop. Yeah. Um, and then if you happen to end up with more than one canister, um, there's a lot of these in my house. My, my dad even like will throw like his screws and his nails and his, his <laughs> workshop is now like bamboo canisters. You could always put fun. salt in there too, yeah. right? Yes. There you go. <laughs> Um, what's really great just before we move on is that when you get to the end of your body stone, unlike a plastic bottle, which will have little bits of, you know, lotion left at the bottom, uh, your body stone will eventually come down to a small disc and then break apart because it's not a stone, it's cocoa butter and oil Yep. and save those small pieces. And then pour yourself a hot bath, throw them in, they'll melt you'll soak, you'll merge like this moisturized goddess. It'll just be, it's a lovely experience. So nothing goes to waste. Well, and I mean, that is so, that's just so exciting to know plastic, right? I mean, that we are recording this during plastic free July. And I feel like, you know, most listeners, we all are very familiar with the impact of single use plastic on our lives and on the environment. But from a sustainability perspective, you know, making sure that we are all supporting products that are very, very plastic free as much as possible. Yours is a hundred percent, which I love. Sometimes it's hard to get a hundred percent, but yours is, is, which is wonderful. Um, And then also looking for products that are using better ingredients that are easily transportable, not super heavy. So we, we talked briefly about like how the average beauty product has a ton of water in it. When we think about a carbon emissions perspective, right? It's very heavy to move these things across. So tell me a little bit about like tell me about carbon yeah. emissions as your product. Yeah. I actually I brought I wanted to have some statistics in front of me. You know, we recently partnered with Bluebird, which is this really cool, like look them up. It's Bluebird. Yes, love Bluebird. Yep, yeah, they're great. Yeah. yeah. And so and what I found out 
was that because our body stones are waterless, that saves 52% of emissions during transportation. Um, if you buy a refill, that generates 55% less carbon emissions than buying like, or if you, bu- if you buy like at least four or five refills, than buying the same in water-filled lotion, mm. lotion wow. bottles. Um, and then lastly, and this is really, I found this really fascinating, but it makes sense because we actually produce everything in our own workshop. And we work mostly with U.S. suppliers for our packaging. We cut down carbon emissions from transportation by upwards of 50%. That's huge. And honestly, listeners, if you've never tried to make a product on your own, being able to do it from this perspective is so difficult. Like being able to make it close by, utilizing U.S. things. Like, you know, just like Kate was saying, like you can go, if you say, okay, I want to do X, Y, and Z, you can go to a trade show. Yeah. Most of the stuff there is not going to be environmentally friendly. Oh. Most of it's going to be brought in from very far away places. And it just, it all adds up, especially when we think about totally. just, you know, household carbon emissions and things like that. So you know, you know, having to, uh, you know, do the hard work on the end from the entrepreneurial's perspective is does not go unnoticed. <laughs> you know, what was really cool, though, about this is that like, it was kind of now it's a major part of our brand, and we will keep it as and we and we love it. But yeah. Sometimes, uh, like necessity is the mother of invention. And I just I was starting this at my kitchen table and I just used what I knew and it kind of became like, it was almost like accidentally sustainable. And now I love what it is, but in in some ways, like actually using things that were local and nearby and being creative, that was so much easier than say having to go out and get funding and placing a minimum order quantity of like 10 to 20,000 for plastic bottles. And yeah. Um, we're very, very proud though, to be plastic free. And we, we, um, we also have recently, um, joined, uh, 1% for the planet and became climate neutral certified. That's awesome. Us too. So yes, we're, we're also 1% mm-hmm. for the planet members and climate neutral. I think both of those organizations are so, you know, impactful when it comes to being able to understand like what a company's actually prioritizing um, when, when they think about like the way they run their business. I think there's so many confusing certifications and labels and yeah. things out there, but I can tell you right now, listeners, like definitely 1% for the planet's wonderful. Climate neutral is great. I am excited about companies like Bluebird helping companies understand their carbon so emission good. and carbon footprint a little bit more. So, so fascinating. Um, Kate, so just kind of um, being mindful of time and, and kind of wrapping things up, I like to ask all of our guests the same question um, at the end of the podcast, because I'm always fascinated to hear what their take is. So this question is, <laughs> from where you sit, be it a you know entrepreneur in the space or just somebody observing the world, like what is exciting you the most about the ethical and sustainable lifestyle movement right now? Hmm. I'm going to share the first thing that came, came to my mind. Um, I, I've lived in a few different countries and spent a lot of time, um, uh, in, in Mexico, in different parts of Mexico and in South Africa. And there have been places where, uh, I've woken up in the middle of the night because it's still a really common practice to burn trash. Yes. And 
burning or burnt plastic has a a really like it's it's toxic it has a really heavy smell um and I've woken up in the middle of the night and you can feel it on your chest and this might be a little woo-woo to some people but you can just like feel the earth crying it's just like it's like ouch it hurts it hurts my lungs it's like it's just it's hurting the earth um and I think I look back to those packaging fairs and I like all of those like if you walk into like a Harman Cosmetics or like any anybody like all of those bottles are going to wind up somewhere and what's so exciting to me is like let's cut back on them. Let's start putting our money where our mouth is. Like if you're going to be like, I, this is a very strong opinion, but um, I don't actually know how you can call yourself a sustainable brand and still be packaging your, your, your product in a plastic bottle. That's kind of mind blowing to me. Um, So I love that we're headed, like more people are like, are using materials like bamboo, like, like, like recyclable glass. Um, and that's becoming something that people are aware of and demand they're voting for it. They're pushing for it with their wallet. Um, we need it. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's so important. And yeah, I think we are the average person if they knew the impact of plastic, I think they would literally just like their mind would be blown. And so that's one yeah. of our goals here is to blow as many minds as we possibly can talking about <laughs> plastic. <laughs> I love that. Right. Oh, it was. Yeah. I, I love that. It's been so much fun speaking with you. Yes. Kate, thank you so much for joining us and listeners. We're going to include a bunch of links um, to, you know, Kate's uh, products. We actually, if you're listening to this podcast during July, we have um, the daily stone available for purchase. Uh, the daily stone is scented with rose frankincense and neroli. That rose is going to be super calming. Frankincense is one of the oldest healers on yes. the planet and gives it a bit of spice. And that neroli, that, that's just going to give you a little like citrus zest and bounce in your step. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Kate. for joining us on another episode of Good Together. To get show notes and more, head to brightly.eco slash podcast. And as a special thank you to our listeners, use code GOODTOGETHER to get 10% off all products in Brightly's brand new shop full of planet positive swaps for your home. Finally, don't forget to join in on the conversation with us on social, where I know you can find us at brightly.eco. Don't forget, we're all on this journey together, so have fun putting the planet first and stay curious.